Hello. Hello. We just want to tell you that we've got another live show on at the Bill Murray. Another one. Because the first one sold out quicker than you can read the Bible. Wowee. But it sold out. It did sell 100%. out. 100%. This one is on March the 26th, which is a Tuesday. Tuesday, cool day. <laughs> and you can get tickets at plosive.co.uk. See you there at the Bill Murray. See you there. <laughs> And welcome to Northern News, a podcast with me, Ian Smith. And me, Amy Gledhill. I'm from a lovely little place called Hull. And I'm from the thinking man's pontefract, Ghoul. And we've been living in London, much to our family's shame, for too long. So, we're going to be trawling the newspapers to find out all the stories we've missed from the North. This is Northern Northern News. Everybody, it's the big four <laughs> Northern News. Me and Amy are 40 years old. Ah, oh, that's nice. Um, now we're 40 episodes, Amy. Right. <laughs> Just in case you were thinking, I'm not 40, am I? Well, do you know what? What I was gonna, what I've brought into you. Brought into me. <laughs> I've brought it right into you. <laughs> is, you know, for for what I've been doing this week. Mm. One of the things is I've literally been sent my Age, net worth, and birthday by somebody because I did a post right where Mm. I right Ian I had three types of cake for breakfast and this was your birthday wasn't it it was my actual birthday at the time of recording it was recently been your birthday at the time of recording it had recently been my birthday and I'd had three types of cake for breakfast and I'd put up on Instagram (laughs) as a light-hearted little ditty. I'd put up a picture and I'd said, it's just a woman in her mid-twenties having three different types of cake for breakfast. Mm. I thought people would read that and go, ha ha, funny joke, nice joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've had a lot of furious messages from people from school saying, oh, really? you're not in your mid-twenties. Yeah. You're the same age as me. We went to school together. Because they don't want to feel, people get so conscious of age. Yeah. They're like, They'd be furious if you'd found a way to not age as quickly. Do you know what, though? If I went to school with someone and it turned out that they were, like, 24 now, I'd mm. be... I be, would be livid. Because then they would have been some horrible genius kid. Yeah. And hang on. Say they're, like, 10 years younger or something. Yeah. And you're like, so they were 10 years younger at school? <laughs> I was eight years old in then. <laughs> we're in primary school together. Yeah. Who you? Who else was in the class? Their mum and dad getting off of each other. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, but anyway, yeah. so somebody um, had messaged me on Instagram. Somebody I'd, I don't know, but she seems very nice. And she said, I wasn't sure if you were joking or not, so I Googled it to find out your age. Uh, and she sent me what she'd found. Mm. And if you type in Amy Gledhill age into Google, yeah. I think it's like the second thing that comes up. The website is age net worth. So first of all, News to me, huge news to me, and honestly, it made my, it made my day, it made my month. It's really chilled me out. I've, um, my net worth is one million dollars. Yeah. Did you know that? Well, it's incredible. I um, didn't know that, and it was like I was worried about like how am I going to pay? You know, everything's going up. I was getting a bit nervous. No, no, I don't need to worry. I have a net worth of $1 million. Yeah. I'm not sure if the other information's in your favour, though. No, none of the other information is in my favour. Well, how old is Amy Gledhill? Well, you're 42. I'm 42! And I you look fantastic. Thank you so 
much. And may I say, your American accent has gone. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> but yeah, my birthplace is the United States. Yeah. I'm 42, American. At the bottom of the article, you can give it a rating out of five. Oh, you've just given it just giving five, it five out stars. Of five. Be the first to comment. <laughs> comment going, this is all legit. <laughs> I wonder if I'm on this one. I wonder then. if I can put, I am Amy Gledhill. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ian Smith, nothing found. <laughs> I'm just going to put Ian Smith, comedian, net worth in. Oh, here we go. Celebrity age wiki. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ian Smith, comedian, and the image they've used is the former white supremacist dictator of <gasps> Rhodesia, Ian Smith. Let <laughs> oh. me can say that. Um, oh, no. Wow. So everyone's got... In that picture, he's dead now. He looks old. And it says here that I'm a 35-year-old <laughs> Virgo. As a pensioner, as a racist pensioner. 35 years old, oh what's happened God. in his life? That's racism for you. Yeah. <laughs> Makes um, you ugly and old. But this is good stuff. Ian was born um, in Gould. I got my birthday right. Net worth, here we go. One to five million. <gasps> e, yeah, e, yeah. I get paid more for this. <laughs> the gender pay gap is real. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who are we to break the gender pay gap? <laughs> well, yeah. So they've got everything right except the picture, which is so horrifically yeah, yeah, wrong. Yeah. Terrifyingly wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ian. Well, listen, I've had such a good time looking at my net worth. Let's focus on that because I haven't really done anything. I was trying to think, what have I done this week to tell people about? You've been a racist and died. Yeah, yeah. That's big, pretty big, big news. week for me. That's huge news. I was the former white supremacist dictator of Rhodesia. I died and I was reborn. A liberal, <laughs> a liberal Yorkshire boy. <laughs> but I'm. Um, I was on a National Express bus, did that. Clang, 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 yeah. clang. Is that on the website? No, I'll update it update now. Update it, add a comment, tell him you're travelling. Yeah. I booked my National Express bus because I was gigging in Manchester. What, you got the bus back yeah. after the gig? Because hotels on a Saturday expensive are insane prices. You're talking 200 quid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's no trains back. Yeah. You cannot get a train from Manchester to London after 8.15pm. Mm. I'll tell you what I think there should be more of. And if Go I ever wanted to be Prime Minister, it would be the only thing I'd really say. And they'd say stuff like, how are you going to deal with poverty? I'd be like, shh, shush, <laughs> more sleeper trains, <laughs> night trains, get your pyjamas, it's night train time. I'd love that so yeah, much. Yeah. I love a sleeper train. I've never been on a sleeper train. You haven't? I bet I've always wanted to. I'm getting one next week. How? Where? I'm doing some gigs up in Scotland and I'm going to go and see my auntie. And I thought to myself, what, am I going to am I going to see my auntie and then at four o'clock say, right, i got to go and get a seven-hour train? No. Or am I going to say, let's have a big one. Let's get on it. And uh, <laughs> What's your auntie's name? Mamie. Auntie Mamie. Let's get on it. Let's auntie have Mamie. a big one. Yeah. And at 9.30, I'll get on a sleeper train, pissed out my mind, traffic cone <laughs> on the seat next to me. Six S down your yeah. front. Singing for the whole eight-hour journey back, waking everyone up. And you only had a shandy. Yeah. Auntie Mamie don't drink. One shandy. She One doesn't shandy. drink. <laughs> I'm stone cold sober. <laughs> We're still but still sick down here, traffic cone. You've pissed going, yourself. Yeah. 
Give me a this. Give me an L. Give me an E. Give me an E. And everyone's going, if you're spelling out of fucking sleep, we're trying. We're trying to sleep. You're chanting. Just a man going, give me an E. You don't need any more, mate. You are wankatroned. Wankatroned. I'd probably be in that sitcom. off to feel benefit well anyway, well well do you yeah. have a news story from the north of england and no, i hope you do because that's a podcast is that a problem it is um i do ian i do good and um it's a mixture of one thing that i really like and one thing that scares me oh the thing that i really like is um baked goods okay in particular Festive baked goods. Oh. Okay. <laughs> These are incredible noises. The thing that I'm scared of is technology. How are the two meeting? How are the twins entwining? Robot Christmas pudding. You're not far wrong. Oh, really? No, you are quite oh. far wrong. It's um, Greg's, right? Oh, here we go. The way they released the date for their festive baked goods is so high-tech that it almost freaked me out. So, obviously, we all know, we all know everyone Mm. in the world surely counts down the days for the Greg's festive bake. I know I do. I've got my advent calendar for Christmas, but I've got my pre-advent calendar just counting down to the Greg's festive bake. I don't know if I've had one, to be honest. Oh, Ian. But what's your problem with them? No, my problem with it is nothing. I love the baked goods. I'm happy with the baked goods what mm. i'm what freaks me out is they've given the launch date for it yeah. and you think well how how have they done that could it be an advert on the telly could it be a radio advert a social media campaign sure. maybe a poster on the side of a bus no ian they've done none of them things they've gone too scary for me and they've launched it via this big drone light display oh like a Batman sign in the sky. Oh, really? For pastry goods. <laughs> but it looks amazing. Look at this. Can you see there? Bag some joy and then it gives the date. Oh, yeah. I don't understand how you get a load of drones and you say to them, right, you got a spell for like festive bacon a date. And they're all just like, yeah, all right. So do you think each one of them dots is an individual drone? I think so, yeah. <gasps> so it's like synchronised drone. I'm pretty sure that's how they do it. That's even weirder. Otherwise, it's one massive fuck-off drone, like a UFO. (gasps) Yeah, I think it's all little drones buzzing about. God, well, I didn't know this was a thing. If I'm completely honest, I've not kept up with the day-to-day drone advances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I saw this, if I'm honest, I freaked out. So it says, bag some joy in drones, and it's got, it almost looks like a... (laughs) (laughs) What a mad sentence. It It said, bags of joy in in drones. (laughs) Oh, you're right, can... um, can you have you got a pen? Ah oh, no, no, don't need a pen. I'm just gonna sign this in drones. Imagine that meeting. Yeah. I think for this one, um yeah, like, but... we should just launch it um sort of in the sky, uh, in drones above Newcastle. Yeah. Do you wanna do like a TV ad campaign? No, no. No, we no. don't need anything else. Just people drones. can see it out the windows. Yeah. And the people of Newcastle will spread it around the country. That's how it works, dickhead. There should be someone in Cornwall going, When's the Greg's festive thing going on? Like they're not gonna find out. Even Until the people like, in the shops weren't, no. Like two months' time. Yeah. No, I do fancy um, one now. I've looked at what it is. Oh, yeah. I have been to a Greg's in ages, actually. It'll be good. I, actually, scrap that. I go to Greg's every single day and they'd be an ideal sponsor. 
Oh, great. <laughs> Is this the pitch for the Greg's Christmas advert? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that was me going through different stages of like excitement of like, <laughs> oh, yeah, they would be. Oh, my God, that, that's genuinely such a great idea. Oh, my God, we'd get yeah. free baked goods. And you put no words in and you just... Oh, 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 oh. Well, they don't need words. They've got drones, Ian. This yeah, is the yeah, thing. Yeah. This is the thing. But I just, I'm so impressed by that. And I can't wait for Greg's, which who I love, to sponsor us. Yeah. Then you can save a bit of money on drones because we can also advertise. We can yeah, tell you exactly yeah. when the festive bits You can launch me. I'd skydive. And as I'm coming down, just shout about it. <laughs> just over Newcastle, though, Out please. of a plane and just going like, all the the air like in my face go, like, <laughs> and I just go, hey, hey, first and first and first! First and first, first in menu! <laughs> hey, the shoot's not the, working! I'm about to a key and crumble so if you are listening Gregs yeah. all of that could be yours Terry's chocolate orange Ian what story have you found in the north well this is from back in the day when 2015 what if you can remember that <laughs> but um the headline sums up what is happening perfectly. We almost don't need to go into uh, any more detail. Can I just say, though, that, that should be the minimum requirement of a headline. Well, for a headline, yeah. No, this sums it up. Okay. Man who slaps people around the head for sneezing being hunted by the police. <laughs> <laughs> There's a man in Carlisle what? who, if someone sneezes, he gives him a fucking whack around the head. What? This is pre-pandemic as well. Oh, my God, someone, of course. Sneezes, you lose someone going, bless you. And while that's happening, someone's whacking you around the old head. Getting ready to tango him. Yeah. Maybe it's the man who was in the tango ad. Oh, it could be, yeah. And he, he's out, out of work. He's like, well, all I'm good at is slapping people around the head. Yeah, but not enough people are drinking tango. So mm. he's had to diversify. Yeah. See someone with a phantom. He's like, ah, so close. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Slap on the head. If you've sneezed, you're, you're already a bit discombobulated. Yeah, you've already got whiplash. <laughs> Oh, where am I? Dunk! <laughs> it's a bit cartoonish, That's isn't the, it? That's um, the recreation that they do for people. Achoo! We got bung! Get me on like a cartoon. crime stoppers. <laughs> if they added uh, comedy sound effects into Crime Watch or whatever, everybody get down on the floor! Wow! <laughs> oh my God, we need to do that. Just hand it in to yeah. put to a really serious crime. Someone's been shot. Yeah. And we're like, pew, pew. <laughs> you, put your hands in the air. I'd watch more crime. I'd, I'd it was watch, like that. watch more of it. How much are you watching currently? I'm watching one a month. <laughs> just to keep abreast. See if they've got me. <laughs> um, this man is described as middle-aged. That's all they've got of him, so... Oh, it does get a little bit worse. First assaulted a woman on Monday, smacking around the back of the head after she sneezed in what police have described as very strange behaviour. <laughs> it's very That's strange. very strange. On Tuesday, detectives believe, detectives, that the same man launched an unprovoked attack on a frail 82-year-old woman in Scotch Street. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Um, wearing a tweed jacket. Tweed? 
Wouldn't expect that for a man slapping people around the head. No, I kind of would. It reminds me of like a sort of porty man, like a grouse man. A grouse man. <laughs> you know, like you've got a waste man. Yeah. <laughs> He's a grouse man. This fucking grouse this man fucking coming around. grouse man. Slapping people around the head because they're sneezing. <laughs> when, I, when I had my first boyfriend in primary school, he'd always try and give me a kiss, even just on the cheek, and I'd smack him on the head. Oh. Isn't that awful? I just, um, so the two incidents now, and Sergeant Jill Cherry. <laughs> Incredible name. How are you getting taken seriously, Jill Cherry? Oh, my God. Sergeant Cherry? Yeah. My name's Cherry. I'd probably be like, um, like arrest him, put a foot on their back and be like, and a cherry on top. Oh! That's a catchphrase. Actually, yeah, lovely stuff, this. That's fantastic. Or, or it sounds like a sort of children's book character. Yeah. Like, the bowl went missing, so we went to the police station and spoke to Sergeant Cherry, and she said... Don't worry, little boys and girls, we'll find the cherry. No, not the cherry, the ball. We're not looking for a fucking cherry. <laughs> cherry? Sergeant Cherry was a narcissist. That's yes. all she could think of. All you say to her is she just says cherries. Right, my my daughter's gone missing. I haven't seen her in two days. I'll find the cherries <laughs> for you. Let's get down to Tesco. We'll get a punnet of them. My, what are you on about? How'd you get promoted to sergeant? Just look round at a police station just full of cherries. Dark children's book, actually. Yeah, yeah. Just to get to the serious nature Sorry. of this. It's very unusual behaviour and will have left his victims feeling very confused and upset. Oh. Gemma Prozer. I mean, These fair names. enough. What a, what a surname. <laughs> fair um, enough. Who witnessed the attack said, we heard it as it happened in the town centre. And at first we just thought it was a bit weird. When you think about it, it is really awful because anyone can sneeze at any time and it's not your fault. That's true. Gemma Prozzi's got an absolute blinding point there. Yeah, yeah. At first she's like, oh, that's weird. And then she's thinking, what if I sneeze? What if someone puts a bit of ground black pepper under my nostrils? <laughs> I can't help myself. I'm going to get slapped. What about in hay fever season? Yeah. Oh, Jesus, he's having a field day. Oh. Sore arms. <laughs> Nicola Dawson, 48, a dental receptionist from near Kendall. A lot of information for this. <laughs> said she would not be frightened to retaliate. I've come here shopping on my day off and actually have a cold. If anyone smacked me for sneezing, I'd smack them back. What if I'm dental receptionist? I got a fucking cold. I'm going to be sneezing. Good luck <laughs> slapping me. Take your fucking molars out. <laughs> Tissue in one hand, boxing glove on the other. She's ready for a day out shopping. Do <laughs> try it! <laughs> oh, amazing. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
What's for tea, ma'am? And now it's time for our special guest, Louise Young, who comes from Newcastle, which, according to Wikipedia, has 74 primary schools, a number of which are critically acclaimed. Louise, <laughs> thanks for joining us. What school did you go to? And I'll see if it's critically acclaimed. Oh, it's closed down. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe not. The one I went to closed down, and then I went to take my girlfriend to have a look at the shell of it, but then it had just been bulldozed down. Since, oh, God. So. <laughs> what happened? Do you know why? It was really shit. <laughs> it was so bad. It was such a bad school. Not that I'm some kind of offset inspector, but at 15, I thought, this is shit. This, I'm not coming back in. So we used to get the we used to get people coming around the house saying she needs to go to school. Are you going to get taken to court to me, mum and that? Oh, wow. <laughs> but I just knew it was rubbish, so I thought, I'm not, co- I'm not going to this. You had standards, Louise. Yeah, I did. Well done. Yeah, that's what truants are. <laughs> yeah, everyone's skipping schools. It's like, well, not for a geography lesson like that. No. No, no. Was it quite a rough school? It was horrible. Like, I can remember when we were in the 90s, it was like a big thing that teenagers would just be absolutely crazy with fireworks. And I remember someone letting off fireworks in the school corridor. (gasps) That's not right. That's why I didn't go back in. Was it a teacher? (laughs) Yeah, probably. They were horrible as well. Do you know when you do comedy and you think like, oh, I'm going to get a platform. What do I want to do with with this platform? And and still so much of it is vendettas against bastard teachers. (laughs) Um, so whereabouts in Newcastle are you from? Technically, Jarrow is where Jarrow. is where I've lived most. Yeah, so it's more South Tyneside. Can I ask as well? So I I say Newcastle, and I put the emphasis on new, but I think mm. I'm wrong because I think well, native people say Newcastle. I don't. I put the emphasis on new to be <gasps> honest, but I think the right way, well, the jaw proper Georgie way is Newcastle. Yeah, like that. you just you just sort of say the n. But my accent's gone all weird from doing comedy because I've had to soften it and change it and yeah. adapt it so everyone can understand. And now <laughs> I can hear myself saying Scouse things, which is just diabolical to mix Georgie and Scouse. It's it's so jarring on the ear, but that's what's happening to my accent now. Oh, wow. Because Yeah, so you've moved to Liverpool. How long have you been there? Oh, well, I've moved properly at the beginning of this year, but I've been there for nearly two years now, pretty much, because it was like, do you know what? Yeah, like a long distance relationship, but you just... Well, even when you have a short distance relationship, you always end up in one person's house more. Yeah. And I think that's just happened in the long distance relationship as well. So I was like popping backwards and forwards to Newcastle at Liverpool. Like I was just like popping to the shop. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to pop to my lasses now. And it's like, oh, it's a three hour drive. Oh my gosh. I'd look at Liverpool and Newcastle as being quite similar vibes. Like they've got like a strong identity, quite a big yeah. drinking culture. How do you find them? What are the key differences? I think you're right. I think there is loads of similarities. It doesn't feel too different from Newcastle. But I think like Scousers have a lot of kind of like sincerity and self-respect, whereas Newcastle, yeah. I think we just end up getting a bit too silly and a bit too drunk. Bit too silly. Anytime I've been to like Newcastle on a weekend, it, like I almost, almost find it scary. It's horrible. I think that's the thing. Like, oh, you just, it is, it's intense. Especially if you don't get us wrong, there is nice places on a weekend in Newcastle. Like, there is lovely places you can go to. But if you walk up and down the big market, it's just like Falaraki in 2006. <laughs> it's, just, it's mental. There's just sick everywhere. And then you just can't walk through there without, like, oh, that girl needs help. I'm going to have to get her oh. up. And, like, you know, you're going to have to do something to help someone when you walk through there. Like, it's just. It's not right. Carry and I first like helping people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you have to spend a lot of your night out going, no, I'm not, not helping. Not me. I just yeah. say, listen, love, you've got yourself into this mess. You need to face the camera. I do, I do help people. But <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's scary. Did you go to uni? Did you go to uni in Newcastle? I went to college in Newcastle College and then I went to London for uni. 
did you? And how did you find that? Sell out. <laughs> I love London. I'm one of those rare northerners that loves London. I love being there. I love the busyness. And don't get us wrong, I'm going for a walk in the Pennines after this. So I love Serenity, oh. but I don't mind London at all. Right. I think you're the first person we've had on the shows just nipping out to the Pennines after. Yeah. Yeah. Idyllic. I'm very much a powerhouse of a human being these days. <laughs> <laughs> By these days, I mean the past week. I was a mess two weeks ago. <laughs> Louise, have you ever been in your local paper? Maybe outside of comedy? Uh, oh, God, I wouldn't like to think. Why? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't want to know the answer to that question, to be honest with you. When I was a kid, I was very sporty. And not just because I'm a lesbian. I think I've got good genes. So I was quite sporty. <laughs> so I used to win lots of competitions and stuff. And yes, yeah, so I've been in the paper for stuff like that. Oh. And what else have I been in the paper for? Oh, like writing awards. High achiever. Very high oh. achiever. What was your um, sport of choice? And then what was your... Drug of choice. Writing of choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sport, writing, drug. I used to write plays because I was like a pretentious eight-year-old and poems. <laughs> and then I used to do... What did I do? Athletics and martial arts. Very similar to now. Oh. I'm really, I'm, I'm, nothing's changed. You meet very few people that are doing poems and judo. Do you know what yeah. I mean? You usually pick one yeah. and stick to it. But you have transcended... The, yeah. the barrier between a sort of bookworm type archetype at school mm. and someone that can kick the shit out of you. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I think that's just lesbians. Lesbians, yeah. that's it. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> Introspective and violent. <laughs> <laughs> violent and sentimental. <laughs> and do you have a favourite drug? Uh, oh, all of them. I couldn't possibly choose all of them all the same. <laughs> <laughs> what did you study when you came to London? Drama mixed with creative writing, extremely wishy-washy. Okay. It was Roehampton and the drama degree I did was so odd. It was really no acting. It was very conceptual. Me, <laughs> me dissertation, I played with bringing debris onto the ocean. <laughs> oh. And I wore blue leggings to denote the sea. Oh, that now that is good. <laughs> I presume yeah. you got a first for that? I actually did get a first, but that's just did. a high achiever thing again. It doesn't mean, <laughs> doesn't mean anything. Did you incorporate the sea into your Edinburgh show? No, I didn't, but um, I love the sea. I love the sea. I do feel very seafaring. In fact, because I did have a bit of a mental breakdown a couple of weeks ago, so my girlfriend was like, right, listen, don't do any comedy for these two weeks while you feel better. She got a PlayStation 5, so I wouldn't do any work because oh. it was sending us loopy. Yeah. And I got Assassin's Creed, Vikings, Valhalla. And I honestly, this is why I don't play PlayStation games, because I sort of believe that I'm a Viking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> and like, I just get very wistful if I see a body of water. Now I, I just want to raid a Saxon. <laughs> yeah, I don't do I that. get too carried away. You'd end up in yeah. the local paper then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. One woman Viking invasion. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Just break it into a Saxon museum and pillaging everything. <laughs> Don't take us to York, whatever you do. Um, have you got anything to to plug for us, Louise? What are you up to at the moment and where can people find you? So I'm invading Leicester. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah. I've got oh, a crew yeah. of 30 strong. Um, <laughs> no, literally nothing because I've just been on that game. So <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I've got... Um, I've got a run at Soho Theatre at the end of January. We've got a couple Amazing. of dates in. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to put me, the dates on my Instagram. 
Um, but yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm doing my show that I got was doing at Edinburgh. I got nominated for a newcomer as well, so it's not shite. <laughs> and I've got my own podcast called Make Me Better, which I do. And I think that's it. I've got nothing else planned. If anyone's got Vikings Valhalla and wants to play against us on anything, yeah. like <laughs> that would be good. What's the next um, big mission on on Vikings Valhalla? What's the next thing to crack? Um, I've got a raid coming up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and um, yeah, the the Ragnar the Ragnarsons. Um, I need, I've got a couple of alliances to make with them um, in, a, in, a, in a borough that I haven't, I haven't, I've got to get some wealth from this borough and just, I've, I've got, it's basically, it's very hectic and then I've got a lot to think about Viking Wise. Yeah. Well, we are wishing you all the best with the, the upcoming you. raid. Thanks a lot. I don't need luck, not with my axe wielding skills. <laughs> well, let us know how you get on. We'll be thinking of you. Honestly, I will if you want to ring back and <laughs> give us a week and we I'll can. see where I am up to. How's that raid coming on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for chatting to us. No enjoy worries. Enjoy your walk and enjoy, I will enjoy your raid. Your walk. Enjoy. Thank you. See, see you soon. later, Louise. Thank bye, you. Bye bye. Bye bye. bye. Podcasts. But Amy, but can you bring yourself to get your creaky old 42-year-old body to tell me about a story from Hull. Hull, Alabama, I hope, as I'm from the United States. Is there a Hull in Alabama? Probably. Yeah, there is. There's a, no, there isn't. Did you know that? No, there isn't. <laughs> there Don't, is. you, you're having me well, on. Well, it's Hope Hull, Alabama. Are you kidding? Hope Hull will stop on the Mobile and Montgomery Railroad and originally known as McGeehee Switch <laughs> in honour of local planter Abner McGeehee. Um, this sounds so... Alabama-esque. Well, my story's not from McGeehee, Alabama. Okay. It's from Hull, Yorkshire. <laughs> I forgot where Hull was just for one tiny second, but I'm back in the building. And it's a lovely one, actually. Oh, good. It's a lovely one. So uh, the, the headline is Heartwarming Moment. Hull bikers take up knitting as care home residents get to go on their motorcycles. Oh, it's heartwarming, okay. but I would say ill-advised. Yeah. Because half of that's lovely. You've got a motorcycle gang hanging out with the elderly. They're having a little knit. Mm. But popping on a frail, vulnerable pensioner onto... <laughs> popping on a, um, a vulnerable <laughs> pensioner. Let me just pop on this pensioner. <laughs> Piggyback. Don't sneeze. I'm in prime position here. <laughs> Is the actual oh. story better than that? The actual story is lovely. Good, good, good. So it's the um, the Rogue Raven Bikers, who are a bike gang. Oh, God. Bike gangs sound scary, but mm. I don't know if they are scary anymore. Sure, you can say that. I'm not saying that. <laughs> Go back to all and you'll have them chatting shit to you now. Oh, no, I don't want that. Yeah. Maybe the, the Rogue Raven Bikers want to be another sponsor of the pod. Yeah. <laughs> brum, brum. We can do all that. Brum, brum. <laughs> the advert before. Sponsored by Rove Raven. Bike gang. We knit for pensioners. Knit one pearl, one stop at the lights. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything to do with bikes other than they probably stop, stop at traffic lights. <laughs> yeah, and that's what Big Hard Biker Gang want, the main thing I'm like, We're a biker gang. We'll come to your town. We obey the traffic laws, obviously. We're stopping at the lights. But watch out, because <laughs> when them lights go green, or sometimes just at the end of the amber, we're going to sit right off and cause mayhem. When it's green, we're mean. <laughs> but when it's red, we, we will stop, because it's, it's it would be 
crazy to to flout mm. them laws because they're there for not just your safety but our safety yeah. as well. Okay, okay. So to read some of the article for you, mm. it says it's not every day you see a bunch of leather-clad tattoo-wearing bikers sitting down to enjoy a bit of knitting. Mm. And they're right, Ian, because okay. it's not every day you see that. Yeah. But that's exactly what happened when the Rogue Ravens Biker Club rolled into a care home on Bilton Grange. Mm. Carer said Shirley's eyes sparkled with delight oh. as she sat on one of the bikes, revved the engine and reminisced about her unforgettable adventures. <gasps> oh! What you been up to, Shirley? Shirley, what have you been doing on them ah. bikes? I wonder if she just sat on it and go, oh, this reminds me. I did a drive-by one day <laughs> for a rival gang. <laughs> Put him in the fucking ground, I did. Don't talk shit about the Beverly... What, um, yeah, it's hard to come up with a bike gang name, Beverly it? Bikers. Beverly Bikers. Yeah, yeah sort well, of it's right there, some... wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Beverly... Oh, it's hard to come up with a bike. B, B, something in the B. What B? That's really bikes. Beverly... Beverly, Beverly Booters. The Beverly Booters. I think Beverly Booters is okay, actually. Beverly Booters is great. Uh, She said her husband, her late husband, Barry, used to have uh, have a motorbike. uh, Yeah, they uh, took plenty of journeys together and they said they went to a a fantastic trip to the Highlands once. I think that's quite far to go on a motorbike. But I've I've never been on a motorbike. I've been on a scooter. It was the most terrifying experience of my life. I hated it. I'd love to do a uh, go on a scooter. Would you? Bezzing about. With Let's the Bickley Booters. Northern the News. Ba- ba- yeah. Beverly Bickles. Give, give me a town up north, I'll give him my biker name for it. Scunthorpe. The Scunthorpe Bikers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll learn my lesson. <laughs> Can't get me twice. But yeah, these bikers have gone in and it just looks like a really nice, fun thing for them to do. They've gone in fully dressed up. You can see uh, they're all in the leathers. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? They haven't put on a woolly jumper for these pensioners. Yeah, they know. Yeah. They know. They're not pissing around. They're not patronising them. They're going in, leathers, cargo pants, sunglasses, and they're like, you teach me how to pearl mm. and I'll show you how to rev. <laughs> so I think that's really, I think that's really lovely because I bet the pensioners are kind of bored of being visited by, what, relatives yeah. and kids that come in from the, from the schools. Piss off. Send me a sexy biker. Well, maybe if, maybe you'll get, if you put that out into the world. Yeah. Maybe, because you know, we want this podcast to get up to the level where, you know, when you mention something mm. and someone will email and go, oh, we heard on the podcast you like sexy bikers. <laughs> yeah. We're sending you one in the post. <laughs> that kind of thing. I'd love that. Yeah. Oh, I just want a sexy biker who brings me a million dollars in cash to add to my already, already one million dollars. you got loads. I want two million dollars in cash. Yeah. Well, I've got my one to five million. Well, exactly. You know when you can't keep track of your finances? Yeah. Well, it's either one or five or, <laughs> or somewhere in between. It's pissing it down. Well, a- Amy. Yeah. Since you're talking about people visiting things. Yeah. Back in, going back to 2014 now. <laughs> When someone visited Gould. time travelled this week? What's happened? Listen, nothing's going on in Gould. You've got to go back in time. I don't know what's happened with Mova's story, but... um, Back in time. Hey, what's that from? Back to the Future? What's that song? I don't know. At the minute, you're not saying any lyrics. You just... just if you're listening, Amy's just putting her thumbs like behind her shoulders. It's called Dancing Here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that song is, actually. I'm from the Beverly Ballroomers. <laughs> And I'm going back in time. 
Carry on. This is back in 2014 where Ghoul High School. Was... Did you go to Ghoul High School? Yes. Back then it was called Vermoiden. Oh, now they've called that's it Ghoul High School. Word. I know, it makes Vermoiden? it sound. Vermoiden High School. Sorry, what? Vermoiden? Vermoiden. <laughs> Let's see what it's named at. Cornelius Vermoiden was the Dutch engineer who brought the canals to Ghoul. And we named a school after him. It could have been Cornelius Academy. I studied at Cornelius Academy. And now I am the Queen. (laughs) Um, But I've got the Queen in my head because of this story. Because Prince William himself visited Ghoul High School in 2014. This is back when he was the third in line. <gasps> or whatever it was. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Anyway, he's there. He's got a full head of hair. That's how long ago wow, it was. Way. But um, when he was visiting, and to launch a new award for school children of the blah, 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 no one cares about that element. But <laughs> the kids managed to coax out of him. His musical preferences were coaxed out of him by a marching band. <laughs> So they're all like, doom, 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 marching. Yeah. And then imagining Unison going, what are your favourite bands? Like that. It's, I would say it's very difficult to coax and march. Yeah, yeah. Because marching with, with instruments, because coaxing you feel has subtlety to it. You mm. know? It's difficult to coax with a tuba on the move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then you go, come on. (laughs) They've got it out of him. Basically, they've learned he likes Coldplay, which just feels like someone who's never listened to music going, I like Coldplay. But they're saying here, He's revealed he's a fan of new metal stalwarts Linkin Park. No way. I can't imagine that. Linkin Park. The statement could prove controversial among new metal purists and musical as the admission suggests he tacitly, tacitly approves of rap rock, the warped tour, and people who still think it's 2002. He apparently said he likes um, Linkin Park. I can't imagine him liking Linkin Park. I can't imagine anybody liking Linkin Park, really. But in also my, just like a prince of like prince, going yeah. um, getting his butler. Could you pop um, this CD in <laughs> and put it on to track three? Um, I'd like to listen to Crawling by Link Park. Crawling, and yeah. Then, and he's like, yeah! This angsty me. Oh, I'm so angsty. I don't have anything in life. But I imagine him sat completely still, like completely still on a on a throne-like mm. on a throne-like thing. Surrounded by jewels robbed from around the world, yeah, yeah. listening to the mini disc crawling in my black skin. eyeliner. On. <laughs> I'd love it if one of them went through an emo phase. <laughs> I guess they just—they just—you can't have any phases when you're a royal because it's just like, yeah, you're not coming out in a fucking black suit. Yeah. With like eyeliner on and like white face paint, you just can't do that. Do that behind closed doors. We'll put you in a room with no windows. You can express yourself for an hour, and then you put your fucking suit back on. You could put your long black leather coat on. Yeah, with your big chunky like boots. Matrix, Matrix sunglasses. style sunglasses. Just yeah. listening to the Matrix soundtrack. <laughs> P.O.D. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! I used to love that sort of music. Do you remember the band A? No, I don't. <laughs> Man, that was just called it. Get on top, at the top of the list. Yeah. Well, it's just like the Edinburgh Fridge brochure, isn't it? Yeah, Where everyone yeah. shows are like, eh, 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 
And now for some yeah. free shit comedy. I hate that. If, if you're listening and you go to the Edinburgh Fringe and you look at the brochure, yeah, the more is you get at the beginning yeah. or, or, numbers or numbers go above. Numbers, yeah. But then like they... And it works. People kind of looking, oh, what are we going to see? Yeah. Uh, well, Matt, yeah, well, let's just go see that. And it's always like, ah, <laughs> it's stand-up time. And you're like, yeah, that sounds fantastic. 101 Alsatians to get you up there yeah, still, do you know what yeah. I mean? 101 jokes. There's a lot yeah. of them. What was the point? Uh, Prince William likes uh, Linkin Park. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, do you remember Papa Roach? Yeah, yeah, I remember all these. And Puddle of Mud. Puddle of Mud. I didn't really know many of their songs. They were sort of really, really bad. Yeah. But mm. did I like them? I loved them. Yeah. Did I have a mini disc of them? Yes. Really? I liked yes. Alien Ant Farm. Did you? I got their second album. <laughs> wow, got, wow, wow. Got, I remember seeing it get like some like bad reviews in like Kerrang or something. And I was like, you're being too harsh on this album. <laughs> it's not um, it's not a drop off in quality from the first album. You apparently like that Kerrang. I was, I was living, I was looking around, is everyone all right here? <laughs> or is True Ant, the second album of Alien Ant Farm, actually a fucking banger? <laughs> Dear editors of Kerrang! magazine, I fear you have listened to the wrong album by your review. <laughs> Do you not think A Thousand Days Follows by Drifting Apart is an incredible opening? <laughs> I still remember that. Oh, my God. Yes, yeah, so a Prince William. Wow. And we found that out thanks to Ghoul. It's good to know. I didn't know Ghoul had a marching band, but we do. And they're asking the big questions. They're coaxing it out of the royalty. Yeah. They're, they're like Paxman on brass. <laughs> Paxman on brass. The brass man. Brass man. <laughs> the Beverly Brassman Biker Club. <laughs> Beverly Brass Boys. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Here comes the Beverly Brass Boys. <laughs> With their upbeat music. Well, there we go. We've learnt a lot. We've laughed a lot. We've lived a lot. We've lived, <laughs> loved and laughed. Yeah. That's all you can do in life. It's Prosecco clock somewhere. Yeah. That's all I can say. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, if you want bonus content, you can sign up to our Apple subs and our Patreon and join a community of like-minded Northern enthusiasts. <laughs> It's fun on there, isn't it? Mm. I do think we have a lot of fun. Yeah. There's people sharing responses to articles. Some of them have been involved in the articles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell secrets. Do you? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. And of course, thank you to our very special guest, Louise Young. Hey, why not go and see Louise at Soho Theatre? She's there from the 25th to the 27th of January 2024 with a Edinburgh Comedy Award Best Newcomer Nominated Show, Feral. And uh, also, um, while you're in the mood for signing up to stuff and whatnot, follow us on Instagram. Oh, yeah. We've got a little Instagram on the go. It's like oh, Twitter with time. pictures. It's Twitter with pictures. It's pictwitter. <laughs> oh, well, um, definitely time to end the episode, I think. <laughs> yeah. We've broken Amy. Nana needs a sleep. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. 
Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.